Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confidence Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. Welcome to Backroom Beauty Talks. My name is Misty Jane, and I am a money coach for hairstylists. I help self-motivated stylists get their financial shit together, creating healthy relationships with money, opening up more options for the future, and eliminating that paycheck-to-paycheck life. I created Backroom Beauty Talks because I wanted to bring real, raw, and unedited conversations to you, uplifting the beauty industry one stylist at a time. Hello there, friends. Today's episode is a little bit different. It's just little old me. No interviews today. I just got back from a um, retreat in Tulum, Mexico, and I wanted to do a podcast episode about it because, well, for numerous reasons. Um, I I like getting vulnerable on here, and I want to talk about my takeaways. I'm not going to sit here and give you a play-by-play of what went down at the retreat. Um, I'm not going to just sit here and brag about how amazing traveling was, even though I will say that that was nice. (laughs) But um, I do, I want to talk about comfort zones. I want to talk about um, how our past affects the things that we go through on a daily basis. A lot of the things, this retreat was for mindset. And I think that The nine girls that went in, I think we all thought we were coming out with like a business plan and like spreadsheets and all all of the things, right? All business things. So, but we came back with something different. We came back with a sense of ourselves. We came back with a vulnerability that maybe we didn't walk in with. Um, The breakthroughs that happened on this retreat for so many of us women I I think it's fair to say all of the women, um, you can't put a price tag on. So I wanted to do this podcast because maybe you're somebody who isn't sure about investing in yourself, right? Maybe you think that you're going to spend money on something like a retreat or, you know, some, well, let's just say a retreat because they're fairly expensive compared to like the classes that you go to, right? Um, or coaching or, or anything that's got a higher price tag. You're going to pay for a transformation. What you need to understand is that you don't pick the transformation that you're going to have. And what I mean by this is 
So this retreat was a part of a year-long mastermind. It is um, Elizabeth Fay, the founder of Hair Love Retreat. She created this high-powered academy mastermind. And what it is, it is a very small number of girls. They're all entrepreneurs, whether they own salons, whether um, they own boutiques, web designers, just basically creative entrepreneurs that um, like to function in a higher level, right? And it's a year-long mastermind of classes and group coaching and one-on-ones all year long. And this retreat was part of it. So when you purchase the whole year, you get this retreat as well. She did the retreat at the beginning for a reason. She wanted us to get to know each other through, so that through the rest of the year, we really have a sense of um, helping each other and, and building a community. If you don't follow Elizabeth, um, I highly recommend Hey Elizabeth Faye on Instagram because she has this uncanny way of creating communities that you like don't even know you need until you have. So going into this retreat, I think it's fair to say that we all thought, again, you know, we were going to get like business spreadsheets and, you know, just get clearer on our business. But what what we didn't realize was that Elizabeth knows that taking care of yourself is number one. And this retreat was all about us. It was all about our limiting beliefs. Now, I've heard this thrown around numerous times, okay? Limiting beliefs. Like, what you know, what does that even mean? I, and just for the record, as I talk about some of this stuff, like, I am not a woo-woo yogi like, I'm not going to sit here and say manifesting, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's just not me. Now, granted, I think that there's something to be said for all of it. Um, I guess I'm turning a little more woo-woo the more that I learn how to um, calm my mind. But just an FYI, I'm not going to, you know, tell you to manifest your shit. So anyway, (laughs) Um, so limiting beliefs was basically the topic of the week. And what she did is she kind of had us go through the first day was like figuring out what the limiting beliefs are, figuring out where they came from. The next day was why do you have these limiting beliefs? What are they protecting you from? You know, the last day, we basically said goodbye to the limiting beliefs. The day after that, we accepted who we were without the limiting belief. Like, it was like a perfect storm of, like, finding yourself. So, okay, your limiting belief, right? I'm just going to say mine. I'm not smart enough. I've said that to myself a million times. When I got into coaching, when I was behind the chair, I constantly just felt Like I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't good enough. People aren't going to like me. I'm too aggressive. I'm too this. I'm too that. The first day at this retreat, we had to introduce ourselves by our limiting belief. So I had to walk up to somebody else and say, hi, my name is I'm not smart enough. Let me just tell you how hard that is. I want to tear up just saying it again. I'll probably feel that way every time. Now, why is it so hard to say? Because it sounds fucking ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous. What is it 
that you think to yourself. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not good enough. I don't do hair well enough. I'm not lovable. Nobody hears me. Do you say these things to yourself? I want you to say them out loud to somebody else. It doesn't feel good. It feels gross. You would never say that to your best friend. And I realized in this moment that I talk to myself so horribly, like in my mind, like I, the things that I say to myself, I would never say to another human being. I would never say probably to my worst enemy. So that was a big breakthrough for me, even though I knew what limiting beliefs were like, you know, like. You know, I know that I talk to myself crappy, but there was something about like saying it out loud, saying it around other people, and then really trying to hone in on why. Why do I think that? Has somebody told me that I'm not smart in the past? Have I been surrounded by people who've made me feel not smart? Have I been surrounded by people, you know, who don't pat me on the back when I've done something good? Or, you know, so we get it. We got into that. So that got real deep, real crazy. (laughs) So then the next day we did um, this Kundalini, and I'm probably saying this wrong too, yoga. And what this is, is like, it's not necessarily yoga. It's like breath work where you hold positions and it's supposed to like drop your chakra. I don't know. Again, (laughs) Again, again, I I don't understand a lot of it, but let me, okay. So in my mind, I'm like, didn't think twice, right? Like, okay, I'm just going to like do this yoga class. Like I do, I've done yoga, these things all the time. It's fine. Five minutes in, I started tearing up. And I really at that moment didn't understand what was happening. Um, She wasn't saying anything profound. There wasn't anything behind it. There was just something that was making me emotional. So then we had to do this exercise where we basically had to slam our hands down like a hammer. I have never felt like I was going to ugly cry so loud in front of people in my life. I was so emotional and I might, I, this one makes me emotional too. What I realized is I was very, very, very angry with myself. Very angry. I've been very angry with myself for the last six months. And what people that might be listening might not understand is I chose to walk away from behind the chair, my 17-year career behind the chair. It was my choice. It felt a little forced because of my son being virtual learning. And, you know, it it felt like the right time, but it was 100% my choice. It was my choice to stop behind the chair to go and to pursue coaching. But I realized that I have been grieving my old life. Now, I want to bring this up because I think that a lot of us feel this way. I know that when the COVID lockdowns happened, I was talking to my therapist and I was telling her one day I'm just angry and then the next I'm sad and then the next I'm fine and then the next, like, 
And she said, Misty, you're grieving. And it's crazy to think about it because, again, like with with the lockdowns, like that wasn't our choice. okay? but like me quitting and, and going and pursuing a passion, that was my choice. But it doesn't mean I'm not grieving the me that I have decided to leave behind. It was a very emotional moment for me. Very, very emotional. I mean, when it was over, I bawled. And I am so glad. So during these retreats, they have photographers. She has has a photographer and a videographer through the whole thing. And the I remember thinking, I hope that this gets captured because it was a very pivotal moment for me. I don't ever want to be that mad at myself again. I don't ever want to do I don't want to feel that way again so uh, there's a picture of it and it was it's I'm I think I'm gonna print it and put it in my house because I just it, it to me it was a beautiful moment crazy right like for I so I am not religious at all and I remember thinking during that yoga class is this what people at church feel like <laughs> like <laughs> like it was definitely a very interesting moment um, a very, very interesting moment for me. And it was, a, it was beautiful. And so, so then there's that. I'm trying to think of all the good breakthrough moments because I feel like I'm just ranting and I'm sorry, but I want you to listen to this and I want it to inspire you to do something that scares you or to do something that you can't, like, you don't know what you're walking into, you know? I want you to take the chance. I want you to get out of your comfort zone, whether it be, you know, paying for a retreat or going to a retreat or anything. Maybe maybe it's going to see a therapist. Maybe it's talking with somebody that you have you knew you have needed to have a conversation with. You know, maybe it's talking to yourself differently. Maybe it's really sitting down and thinking about why do I think this about myself? What happened when I was younger? Did somebody talk to me like this? Like really sitting down and having those uncomfortable conversations with yourself or find somebody to have them with that can help you work through it. So I had that moment. That was one of my biggest breakthroughs. And then another one. So this one's really interesting. And this is one that feels very strange to say out loud. So we did this thing called a Temscal ceremony. I'm not going to explain the whole thing because I'm going to sound real crazy. <laughs> but it's probably the closest to a, <laughs> to a near-death experience I could imagine. Even though we were like literally all you had to do is stand up and walk away. Like it's it, what it is. It's basically like a sweat lodge. <laughs> where this um I think she's a shaman I don't know she does a ceremony and you are in this really hot tent with you know 15 plus people it's all the people from the retreat nobody random um and it's smoky and it's pitch black dark and they're singing and 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 no drugs were involved although it definitely felt like we were on something at one point because that tent is hot and that this it wasn't really smoke it was steam but the air was thick 
So basically the only way that I felt like I could get any kind of fresh air and that I wasn't going to actually die in this tent was by laying on the sand and and holding up a little piece of the blanket to try and get some fresh air. I'm not going to go into it anymore because it was... <laughs> It's almost comical now that it's over. I'll never do it again, but it was great. Um, But we were in there for two hours, two and a half hours, I believe. And this is optional, by the way. If you're listening to this and you're like, fuck that. I'm never going on a retreat like that. Like, just trust me. Like, you don't have to do something like the Thames Cal if you don't want to. But not everyone made it through and that's okay. Um... But it's one of those things like just you just got to try. You just got to push yourself and see what happens. I did make it to the end. I almost didn't. I did ask to leave at one point and then I changed my mind. Um, I can get into that at another time. But in that tent for a good hour and a half, all I thought about was I just have to get out of here. This sucks. I'm, I, it's, this is horrible. This sucks. I mean, I my heart was beating fast the whole time like the anxiety was high. I couldn't think of anything besides getting out of the tent. And then on the last like 30 minutes, I got a glimpse of my son. And I realized that that whole time I was in there thinking about getting out of there, I didn't think about him once. And that moment that I saw his face in my head, my mind calmed down. My heart didn't calm down. My heart wasn't going to calm down until I got out of there. (laughs) But my mind did. And I felt calm and I felt like I can get through this. And I think what I took away from that is my whole life, I never wanted to be a mom. My husband and I decided to try. We just kind of were like, you know what? If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I ended up getting pregnant very quickly um, with Declan. And I realized that I am a mom and I'm a good mom. My little man is so awesome and I love him so much and he knows that I love him and that's okay. I think I was so caught up with still wanting to be like young and I don't know if I really am cool or ever was cool, but like so caught up with just this idea of just still being young and cool that I didn't want to give in to the fact that like my son is my everything and it's okay that he's my why and it's okay that I make choices around him and and it was just this realization of like I don't know like I love him and that's that's all like I fucking should love him he's my kid (laughs) like so I know I'm kind of ranting here about this retreat and I'm probably not giving you all the juicy, amazing details that that you're wanting. But the thing is, is I came back from this retreat knowing that I'm a damn good mom, that I am smart enough, that people do like me, that I can help people, that I am passionate and I am confident in the things that I do and that I say. And I can't say I felt that way before I was on this retreat. I get people all the time, oh, you look like you know what you're doing. You look so confident, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's great that people thought that. (laughs) But that doesn't mean I wasn't terrified in the background or crying on the couch. So 
I just, I want to encourage you, if something in your life isn't right, I want you to figure out a way to make it right. Step out of your comfort zone, have the hard conversations, pay the money for the coach, pay the money for the retreat, whatever it is that you need. Pay the money for the therapist, whatever it is. Because I left that retreat feeling like a completely different person. I don't know if this podcast is going to make any sense to anyone. And if you listen to this and you've made it this far, yay. (laughs) DM me. Let me know. If you have any questions about the actual retreat itself, um, go on Instagram. DM me at underscore Misty Jane underscore. Um, Share this if you feel like if you relate to it in any way. I do want to say in closing that I appreciate every single person who has listened to this podcast. I appreciate every single person who hops in my DMs and tells me that I've inspired them in any way. I'm not in this space for money. Trust me. (laughs) I'm not in this space to become popular, I don't care. I honestly, I don't even want to be popular. I don't want a big following, but that's a whole different situation. I'm in this space because I want a handful of people to say that I helped them. I want a handful of people that feel uplifted because of something that I said or something that I've helped them do or something that I've helped them discover. So I just want to thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And just thank you for everything. Again, if you like this episode, leave me some love. Um, Shoot me a DM. Like I said, if you have any actual questions about the retreat, because, yeah, I ranted a little bit, but hopefully you got something out of it. (laughs) And... If you have ever considered, don't don't let my um, tent story scare you in any way. If you've ever considered um, purchasing any retreat, um, hey Elizabeth Fay on Instagram, she has numerous retreats now for numerous um, different. She has the love retreat, which is for anyone. It's not just for stylist. Um, the mastermind uh, Bali retreat that's coming up is for high level entrepreneurs as well. Um, Hair Love Retreat, if you are a stylist and you've never been to Hair Love Retreat, trust me, it is worth every penny. The only rule is you've got to come in with an open mind and an open heart because you'll find your people. You will. It's amazing. It's a group of people that want you to win. It's not competitive in any way. It's people that will have your back. It's people that will push you And remind you that you're a badass, even on days that you do not feel like a badass. So if you're looking for your people, Hair Love is a beautiful place to find them. Um, Yeah. So that's it. Again, thank you so much. Um, If you like this episode or any episode, obviously share it on the gram. It's always helpful. Um... And just, I'm going to say it a million and 27 times. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
and I will talk with you on the next one.